the I Am Talk Kona Super Specials, your daily fix on all things Kona. Right, guys, so welcome along to episode day six. The day after. The day after the aftermath of the I Am Talk Kona Super Specials. And uh, these are brought Proud. to you, proudly brought to you by? Endurance Sport Travel. Again, we had another great breakfast this morning, a bit of a chat to Ken, which we're going to put on the show today, which is good. Yep. And then uh, Challenge Athletes Foundation. No, it's a bit of an up and down day for them yesterday, wasn't it? For some of the athletes competing. Actually, when we did, when we paused and we were going to do our peas, there was one machine performance by a female athlete out there, and she did like eleven or twelve. We'll find out, but it was like eleven or twelve hours or something, which was just insane. That is insane to the membrane. That's did right. You listen to Cypress Hill. Yep. Yeah. Insane to be free. Uh, who else, John? Who are our normal sponsors? Tribos.com. Now we've got good, good news about one of them. Those people were involved in that party soon. Yep. Athlinks.com. Um, just get on there. Now you've done the race and you're on Athletes, you can put your results up there and you can say, hey, I just That's kick right. some ass. That's right. And coffeesofwire.com. Oh, John. I think a few people have been needing a bit of coffee today. I, I think so. <laughs> get on to your coffeesofhawaii.com. Okay, so this is our wrap-up show. Today will be a little bit shorter. Yesterday we put out two shows, and we've got a bit of the last of the content that came out yesterday. So we caught up with Andy Potts, we caught up with Farris. Um, Rasmus Henning. Kat. Kat Morrison. Um, we've caught up with Ken Glar. And Philip Graves. Philip Graves. And a whole bunch of uh, age, age group athletes. as well. So we're going to be chatting a few of those people later on the show we're trying to hook up an interview with Chrissy right now so that may be in today's show it may not be we're kind of not sure at this moment you'll figure it out as the show goes on Yep. and uh, that'd be really great so we kind of thought we'd start off today's show just kind of wrapping up the day um, talking about results and talking about things that happened so let's start with the men's race uh, Jombo it was an interesting day as you guys probably saw um, times were a little bit slower than, than perhaps expected especially on the, the run side of things when I look at Craig Alexander Split, who won the race, his, uh, his swim time was 50.57 versus last year 51.43, so about a minute, uh, actually a minute quicker this year. His bike was 4.37.33 versus last year 4.37.19, so pretty much exactly the same. But his run was uh, you know, about three minutes slower, he only ran a 2.48 uh, for a total time of 8 hours 20.21. Um, so it's not the, you know, not the fastest time, but not the, by no means the slowest time. But I think a lot of us were, were sitting around in, in transition thinking, OK, it looks like it's a reasonably calm day out, out there today. And it looks like they are pushing the pace on the bike. Things were spreading out. And we were, I was kind of expecting a, maybe a quicker time. But well, What was fascinating was that he was the only guy who went under 250. Yeah. You know, and you look at the field, there's some good runners here. You kind of expect... You know, we were talking low 240s before the race, exactly. you know, and then for to only one guy to go under 250, that was hard to say. We're talking to King Glow, and you hear this later on the show, and he was saying that it was hot, but the wind wasn't that crazy, and, and if anything, he just. And that's what it sounds like it's the heat that got people um, on the bike and the run because you didn't have, you know, you were just, just overheating perhaps a little bit earlier than usual. And if you could say, you know, if it was just one or two that were running badly, they're, they're, they're not badly, but a bit slower than perhaps we expected. Yeah, but overall it was. It's just it? across the board, both men and females, with a couple of exceptions. Um, well, one in particular. Well, yeah, it was just, just a little bit slow. You know, guys like Timo Brandt, he ran, you know, I think maybe like a 240, a low 240 in Germany. 
um, and you've got a lot of other guys there that you know can run a lot faster, um, but they didn't. Uh, so it was really interesting. And, and Chris Liado, you know, he, he drilled it on the bike. I think he'd be a little bit good today. I think that, you know, like, because when we, hit the press, we went to the press conference last night, and uh, tell you what, never do that. It's pretty boring. But <laughs> well, it's not that it's boring, it's just it's boring. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> but we would not criticise people. No, we're not going to criticise people. No, 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 not the athletes. Some yeah. of the questions that so we get questioning answered, techniques was, uh, was interesting. Amusing, to put it at least. But um, Chris Liado, I think you could. He, he was quite humble in coming second and he was saying it's a victory for him and all the rest of it I think he was aiming to do a sub three in the run and that would have got him the win and I think ultimately he'll be gutted that he didn't quite get that three hour run off because he, he had a strong ride he came off the bike with if he'd done a, you know, a solid run he could have maybe have got the win and, and I think if anything yesterday was his chance to get the win wasn't it yeah you know the opportunities only come up every so often and, uh, and I think that was probably his opportunity to win and um and one of the things Craig Alexander said a number of times, he said it to, to us as well, is you, you don't let people go. You know, no. the bike's not like they, they thought, go. They, yeah, it's not like oh, we just thought, think we'll give Chris a little bit of the time, and then we know we'll catch him up on the run. They just go, and uh, and, and that was perhaps you know his, his opportunity. Who knows? He might be back to, to fight another day. He's, well, it was interesting in the press conference. Someone who asked a question about him said that he was talking about retirement before this race, and if well, he, retirement from Kona. Yeah, from Kona at least, and. Uh, and he did say he will be back next year, so it'll be interesting to see if he can kind of progress a little bit further and maybe get that win next year. Mm. And third, we had um, Andreas Rehler. Fantastic debut race, and he was running shoulder to shoulder with Crowe, as you, as you would have heard on, on yesterday's show. And uh, and I thought it was going to come down to maybe a bit further in the run. I thought it was going to come down to maybe the last 5K, but the Energy Lab um, sapped him, and he, he said in the press conference he just hit the wall in the Energy Lab and there was nothing else he could do. It was yeah. just... Bang, lights over, hang on for dear life. This is one moment to the next, wasn't it? Yeah, and, yeah. He, and he had to hang on really hard. He said, you know, you could sit here and see Chris McCormick coming, and he was only about a minute and a half um, behind him at the end. Uh, so, uh, and, and I think yeah. Chris McCormick, in a way, would be pretty proud of his race. I think, well, the way he conducted himself in that last part of the run. So when we were on the run, we were riding past, we kind of basically followed the run on the bikes, and... Uh, before we got out to the energy lab, I saw Chris walk. I actually saw him stop and start walking. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. walking up. Uh, and and, and I thought, well, it's game over. He's you know he's he's out of top ten. It's the end yeah. of the day for him. And so, you know, he dug deep. Eh? He dug real deep. And um, we were talking to Rasmus Henning, and he was saying how, you know, when he saw. Uh, Chris, when he went past Chris, he thought, oh, well, that's okay. Once you pass someone, they never come back. But yeah. for Chris to come back and beat him is, was a pretty awesome effort, eh? Yeah. I think, I think yeah, he'll be, he'll be proud that he, that he hung tough, but, but I'm sure he would have been in for the win. And he got himself, in, himself into a position where, you know, he could have, could have won. You know, his time is, uh, he's run 13 minutes quicker than that in the past, and he only needed to run five minutes quicker. He'd run, run 250, which I'm sure he would have thought he could have done before the race. Um, so I think yeah, maybe in a way what happened was because we were talking to a few of the other pros and, and they were saying that because they got dropped in that first section that mm. he was just smickers because he was riding with Norman and mm. they, they, he must have been smacking it to ride with Norman and uh, when he got out of the bike transition he apparently just laid the hammer down which he often does yeah. but um, I think maybe he just thought well if I can crack them I can hold off but yeah. obviously it didn't work out in the day but it showed really good character Fifth, fifth, uh, so Mac of fifth, fourth, Rasmus Henning fifth, great race on debut, you've heard from him, Timo Brank, he, he actually did quite well because he was a long way off the pace and, and ran through with a 256 to pull himself um, back, up the, back up the ladder, Dirk Bockel was probably uh, a, a bit of a dark horse, a lot of people did, expected him to do well but perhaps not that well, so he was yep. in seventh on debut, only his second nine man in 829, yep. Pete Jacobs, he hung tough on the run for eighth, he was really pleased with that as you heard, yeah. Andy Potts likewise was pleased with ninth and Farisal Sultan was semi pleased with uh, tenth, but I think for him that was uh, you know it's 
considering considering what we were talking to him about the other day, how he feels like he, he said he wanted a top ten, but you know he, he had to work hard to get top ten yesterday, didn't you? Yeah, but he faded pretty badly on the run. He was sitting in there, sort of fourth, fifth place for a long time, um, and then and then dropped a few places. Like, I guess one of the really interesting things was. I would say that's the closest top 10 ever, and I haven't gone back and looked at the stats, but there's only 11 minutes covering the, the top 10. Yeah. And we've seen victories by more than 11 minutes. Mm. Um, so that was uh, it was tight racing. And and, and one other thing that um, uh, Rasmus Henning was saying in the press conference is he... Because that press conference was fantastic. We did actually oh, get a few good things out of it. Yeah. He, he was saying, you know... It was wasn't the athletes. It was much more like uh, ITU-style racing than, than he anticipated. Not so much that you were sucking wheel, but because there was such a big line, there was, was a lot of variation well, There was a lot of tactics, wasn't there? Yeah, and he's saying when he won China, he pretty much went from the front and kind of raced by himself. Just time And trial. so mentally he kind of prepared for that, but he kind of... Yeah, he had to tap into a different kind of gameplay. So that was, that was the top ten, outside the top ten. Um, you know, you still had plenty of... Uh, Trenzo, probably Trenzo. pretty happy. He probably would have liked to have got the top ten, but yeah. not bad for a 24-year-old. He, he was up there. Mark Twisick, uh, who's Hillary's man, he, he faded on the run, unfortunately, with 3.09, just to finish in 12th, but still two better than last year. Uh, and Nico Lanos, he had these funky-ass black shoes on, and that was his downfall for the day. <laughs> the fashion uh, mistake. The fashion mistake cost him. Ronnie Shieldnick, who was fourth last year, he uh, got a penalty on the bike, we believe, and, uh, and and then just didn't come back from that. I'd love to, I'd love to have a, I didn't actually listen to the Phil Graves interview. What, what, was, what happened there? I didn't what say he? too much. He was reasonably pleased. He was said, he? you know, he just, he, he, one of his goals was to get to the Timex um, Prem first. Uh, and, did, did, did he? And, and he got that, so he would have got, you know, a bit of a payday. You know, you yep. got, I don't know how much you get there, but it's probably a couple of thousand dollars. So yep. he was he was satisfied. He, he, ran he killed poorly. this one, didn't he? Yeah, he, he must have worked hard. Yeah. Um, uh, I think one of the, the most interesting dressed people of the day was Eduardo Stirler. He had the knee-high socks on, sort of old-style uh, togs, yep. and he finished uh, dropped from 10th where he was last year to 19th. There's so many big names here that are just, you know, Yeah, way, when a guy like Cameron Brown gets 22nd, yeah. it kind of shows the quality of the field, doesn't it? Does. It does. He had a bad day, but still, you know, it was a pretty good field. Apparently he had been sting before it, so... Um, good, good racing, pretty exciting racing, and it was exciting racing being out there, right? Like, it wasn't really until the Energy Lab. yeah. And, and, and apparently, even after the Energy Lab, you know, Chris Leado, once Alexander actually caught him, he didn't just let him drop, he kind of fought mm. for the for the win. So, you know, he dug pretty deep as well for that second place. And uh, it was cool, because sometimes you do just get that one guy takes off. and mm. you know, game over. Yeah, right. so that was kind of cool for that regards. But then on the girls' side of things, well, one person did take off, and it was game over. There was speculation before the race that we were part of that. Oh, she's, this is the year that she's <laughs> going to crack. This is going to be a... But she showed us who's boss, and uh, and nobody's going to get close to her for quite some time. Well, the thing is, if you look at the overall rest of the field, the times weren't that fast. No, they and she, weren't. And she managed to beat the record yesterday. So, mm. you know, imagine if she can get a good day. Yeah. You know, like she's going to go sub. She potentially could go sub to eight fifty here. Oh, I definitely even think lower. So. Yeah, and she did. You know, she didn't. Look, you know, I, I would expect her to run quicker than that. Um, she ran a three oh three, so her splits were fifty four minute swim, which was which was a great swim. Um, when you compare it to all the other the girls there, really fantastic swim. Four fifty two on the bike, which set her up for the day, and then a three oh three run. So last year, what she ran, I think maybe about two fifty eight, two fifty nine. I think she's capable of running faster than that. She did look like she was really struggling in the, uh, the very last bit, in, in yeah. the last sort of quarter of the run. Um, and, and when we were down that finish line, it was pretty, pretty exciting, pretty special to be there when somebody's breaking that record. And yeah, you know, it's been she was pretty emotional too, wasn't she? It's a long-standing record, and you know, there's nobody else around at this stage that's ever going to come close to that. Who knows? Freaks always turn up, you know. Um, oh, I'd hope we get another freak in her time. 
You know what I mean? Like one thing we, I questioned her at the um, media conference. Be- Bevan, Bevan's uh, yeah, the media guru. Yeah, I did ask a question, and I did it better than the other people asked the questions. But one thing, one thing is that I just asked her about: Does she kind of want that next competitor? You know, like the Dave Scott, you know, Mark Allen thing. Does she want that person who's going to push her? And, and her answer to it is really that no, she she's really good at mentally pushing herself, and you really can't question that. Eh? The, the girl just pushes herself to the max. I mean, I know she said that, and she does push herself, and she she was at the max yesterday. But if she had had somebody else running with her she would have gone quicker yeah yeah, yeah. she would have well, I, I think she would have anyway yeah but the thing is is that at this moment in time she just hasn't had that so for her to be able to still push through and, and I think she got 22nd overall or 23rd yep, overall yep. in the end so uh, it's, it's really interesting to watch you know like chicks can go on forever you know she could be in the sport for another eight nine years and you know who knows Paul's record could be broken yeah you know so uh, it was it was interesting. And it was probably what record the, of wins, I should say. Yeah. We, we, we can also look at, and I was having a bit of a scan through. If you basically look at her splits, if you took all the top, all those top ten girls, and you took say their their swim split and the best swim split, the best bike split, and the best run split, you still wouldn't have beaten Chrissy. <laughs> so, wow. You know, there were people that swam quicker and there were people that bike quicker, but I think if you yeah. combine them all up, you still probably wouldn't. There was nobody that biked anywhere near, her, and that's what. Uh, well, that's what the, did uh, Virginia Barisatoli, or have you said her name? Barisatagi. Barisatagi. She she was a strong rider, man, and Chrissy still put nine minutes into her. Yeah. And yeah. uh, it was quite entertaining at the the press conference. Um, Chrissy sort of pranced in, you know, on, yeah. on the cloud nine. Marinda Carfrey was sort of hobbling in a little bit, and Bruce, then we got the cripple. Bristagi, <laughs> she was late to the press conference as uh, as Spanish people are, and uh, she was just hobbling in like on one leg. She was a good character, eh? She was, she was, she was really good fun. Yeah. Um, okay, so then Marinda Carfrey just had a blitzing run. So we could saw her off getting off the bike, eh? And about five hundred meters in the run, and she was gone for it. A eh? helpful lever. And we were like, oh, game over, big mistake. Yeah, yeah, she, but she, man, she delivered a 2.56 marathon. Very, very solid. In those conditions where run times were slow, I think I saw somewhere that was the ninth fastest run of the day. And, uh, and only eight minutes off Crowey, who's just an outstanding runner. Yeah. So that was, that was very impressive. And, and also fastest ever Ironman Kona marathon split for a chick. Yes, broke uh, Chrissy's record from last year. Yeah, so that's pretty amazing stuff. The, the sad thing is, <laughs> then let's not take Chrissy away from Chrissy. Chrissy's so amazing. If Chrissy wasn't there, it would have been an amazing race for her first day. Yeah, there was only two minutes. She only, uh, you know, she only caught Virginia Brissetegui um, towards the end of the run. Yeah. Um, and there was, what, a minute and a half between them, so it would have been would have been really interesting. But, I mean, you know, if we look at our picks that we did before the race, and, and pretty much everybody's picks... Yeah, everybody picked Chrissy. A lot of people were picking Crowey, but I didn't get out any of these other girls. And we have heard through that Rebecca Keat, who is in fifth place, is being disqualified. We're not quite sure we're why. We're trying to find out, but it's just impossible to find but, at the but moment. she's probably the only other one in the top five that anybody would have probably picked. Oh, I know a lot of people would have picked Marinda Carfrey, but then um, nobody else, you know, Sam McGlone, nobody really picked her to be back in it. She hasn't done anything for a long time, but that was a really good performance by her. Yeah, when I saw she was her looking ru- good on the run, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, well, she was looking comfortable. I saw her running along, and she was running along with this guy having a chat to him on the Queen K. That's right, she was too, yeah. uh, Rachel Joyce, she was a bit of a dark horse. She's had a, had a pretty good year. Um, Joe Lawn, you know, you expect her to be in the top ten. And Sandra Wallenhorst, um, you, a lot of people picked her to, to, to be a lot further up because she's the Ironman Germany champion, um, third here last year, and and record hot, you know, gone eight eight fifty ish or something like that. Yeah. So, 
uh, it, it was interesting, and, and so many people faltered. Uh, we talked to I talked to Thomas Vonak, um, Yvonne Van Vlerken's partner, and she had issues on the bike. Uh, her, she basically could only push the three biggest gears she had, and that just screwed her legs for the rest of the day. So it was game over, over. It's pretty ridiculous because she actually came out of the water in a better bunch oh, than she what she had last year. Actually, yeah. one person I didn't see how they did was Natasha Badman, who was one of my. Oh, picks. she went pretty poor in the end. She, yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Why don't you do a find? Here we go, Batman. See who gets it first. Another person, Bella Bayless. So it looks like she had a DNF there. Natasha Batman had a DNF as well. Oh, DNF. Yeah, so a lot of DNFs there. Uh, Gina Ferguson had DNF. Yvonne Van Vlerken. Uh, Gina Ferguson is now Gina Crawford if you're struggling to find her, her information. Yep. And Hilary Biscay had a DNF. She didn't even start. DNS. She, she said she's never, never had a, never had a DNS. Like 46 races. 46, 46 races. So. so, yeah, so the girls' race was, was pretty fascinating. I think one thing that this, this weekend has showed is that you wouldn't want to be a gambling man with our sport, would you? No, you wouldn't. Well, because, well, you yeah, know, well, maybe with Christy and Crowley and those types, but... At any distance now, I mean, if you look at Olympic distance, there's clearly one person who's dominant in both the men's and the females yep. you look at Ironman there's one that's dominant in males and females but, yep. but, but behind that it's, it's a lottery every time they come up and, and there's just so many variables that can make someone have a bad race it's really mm. hard to be consistent you know that's where you've got to give more respect to the types of you know Crowe and Chrissy you know what they're doing is phenomenal to be able to back these races up year in year out and actually you know Crowe he's had two a second and two firsts and three mm. years of doing this race you know, there's so many factors that go wrong, and, and you know, you look at last year's top ten and this year's top ten, it's completely different, and mm. it's just showing what a tough sport this is that we're in. Cool. And uh, and Crowe became only the fourth man in history to double up, double up, yeah, to defend the title. So we had Dave Scott, Mark Allen, Tim DeBoom, and Dave, and then now Crowe. Nice, very mm. impressive. Mm. Anything else from today, John? That we want to talk about? Uh, I think that was. Uh, oh, in terms of the you know the challenge athletes and the physically challenged athletes. Yeah, it was um, a bit of a tough day for that crew, wasn't it? Yeah. So first, first up, um, we were down the swim, and I'm not sure if we commented on the the coverage. Well, we did, but we lost that recording. Remember? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. The, the, there was one person that basically did two hours twenty, and they stood up in the water. Um, but yeah, I think he had to be at the top of the steps, so they were missed out by eight seconds. Yeah. And that person was uh, I can't remember his name, but he was the guy who's had cancer uh, four times, four times heart times replacement, Science and everything, so that was a real shame. I, I think at the end of the day, if, you, if, you, if you're going that slow in the swim, he probably would have struggled to make the other cutoffs, but, but still would have been nice for him to get out there on the bike. And Rudy Garcia missed the bike Especially cutoff. Especially by as eight well. seconds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you miss out by a few minutes, okay, well, you weren't quite there, but eight seconds, you're just on that borderline. Yeah. And you're watching it, we we're watching, we we're like, come on, but he yeah. just didn't have the guts at the end, so. Uh, Rudy Garcia, yes. Rudy Garcia didn't make the bike cut off. We, did, we haven't heard too much about that. Um, so it was a bit of a shame. It was always going to be a bit touch and go for him. Um, you talked about before the race here is, is basically glutes struggle on the hill work. And yeah. it, it is an up and down course, isn't it? It's very up and down. Yeah. And we will, before we finish the show, we will find uh, pull up some of the Challenge Athletes' um, results there because uh, apparently it was a machine performance in, in the, the women's race. Yeah. Let's yeah, do that now. Let's do this. Have a pause. Okay, we'll do, we'll do a pause, John, because this good thing about podcasting, it's not live. We can just pause it. I'm going to pause right. it right now. Sometimes the internet lets you down, doesn't it? It does. You know, you have all these high hopes because they say everything's on the internet, John, isn't it? We can't seem to find it. Well, maybe it's the Google that's letting us down. Could be the Google, eh? Yeah, yeah. because... It was we, a machine performance. We're we, looking we, a bit we, of a dick we, right now, don't Yeah, we? we'll come back to you next week with some of the challenged athletes, physically challenged athletes' results because uh, there doesn't seem to be a filter on Ironman where you can filter that through. But I know that um, your friend Annette uh, yep. was saying to me that it was just a machine performance. She's a wheelchair athlete um, who was a former cyclist who got knocked off her bike 
and got, um, I'm not sure what happened then, she got knocked off, a, uh, off her wheelchair when she was out training oh, and then really? got paralysed um, from, oh. you know, from about chest down. So, But I believe she did like an 11 or 12 hours, something like that. So wow. that was incredible, especially when so often you see the wheelchair athletes struggling just to make the bike cut off. This is one of the reasons I love the association with CAF is that you come to this sport, and come on, it's an ego-building sport, and there's a lot of ego out there, isn't there? You know what I mean? Like, And it's not that these are arrogant people, but, you know, I know what it was like when you come to Hakona, you kind of feel pretty special about yourself, and you've done a lot of work, and you, the head's pretty big, and, and you come here, and in that moment when you've got the real ego happening, you see a guy who's got no legs, or you see a guy who's, who's got no hand and a bloody half foot missing, or a girl in a wheelchair or something like that, and it, and it really brings you back to earth, and, and I think that's a good thing for our sport overall, because it just keeps it all in perspective. You know, we are people who achieve big things, and that's really, really cool, but so are other people, and, and I think when you see that in our sport, I don't know, for me, I think it's just a really great, great thing for our sport. Mm, I agree. Okay, John, well, we're going to put on the interviews that we did over the last couple hours of last night, yep. and uh, we'll rock on there, and there's a few good interviews in here, and we may have the Christie interview in here at the, at the end. At the end, it may not be. If it's not. If it's not, we'll get it, we'll catch up Tough later on. Yeah, she's great. Right, here we go. Oh, by the way, she's got a boyfriend, so there's no passion mm, happening. No passion. It doesn't matter, because I've got a girlfriend too, and I wasn't going for the passion. Okay. Let's just set the record straight right, right now. Right. Here we go. Yeah, we got the media pass in the end. So we're, I'm down here in the uh, the finish zone here, and there's carnage everywhere. One man standing. He's a listener to the show. Where, where, where are you from? What's your name? Uh, Alan Ryan from Ireland. Oh, very good. And how was your day out there today? It was actually a disaster, but a, a lovely race. <laughs> Is it your fir- first time here or not? No, it's, it's it's my second. I was here a couple of years ago. But uh, we we got married over here and we came back with our little son this year. And I mean how. How, was it the first time you've had a puncture in a race, and, and how, how did you deal with it? Oh, jeez, I, I had a gas in it, but it was covered in chocolate. They were trying to turn the fucking thing, the chocolate all over it. It was a disaster, but uh, it's a learning experience, and it was great fun. Jesus, it was tough. And but I beat, beat my time from, from previously by about 20 minutes, so I'm chuffed. Nice. I'm also sick. Sorry? <laughs> I'm also sick. Very nice. I picked up a bit of a flu. And, and conditions out there, I mean, uh, it's always hard to tell when you're down in the, the village here, but, but what was it like out there? Well, the crosswinds weren't that bad, but the wind back home was tough. Your speed really dropped coming home. Sort of, it, was, it was sort of side on, but into your face. Yeah. And, uh, you had to sort of push hard. And the run was it hotter than usual, that's what we're hearing? The run was hot. I had a couple of issues, so I had to stop as well. Oh, dear. But, uh, yeah, you just get the head down and, and cover yourself in ice and, and, and curse and swear you'll never do it again and then change your mind when you cross the line, you know. Nice work, well done on finishing and uh, you're going to be on the show tonight. Right, we've got Kat Morrison here, debut in Kona and uh, how was your day? It was a hard day at the office. <laughs> and you know, obviously you're, you're a little bit sick going into the race, was that what made it hard or was there just other things going on out there? Well, I don't know because I had a good swim and my bike wasn't horrendous. My, to tell you the truth, like the time on the bike was okay, I think, but I was pretty. There was just nothing in the tank, eh? And then when I got on the run, there was like negative in the tank. And I don't know, you know, I'm not gonna make excuses. I don't know if it's because I've been sick and my body's just been trying to recover. I really don't know. But hey, you know, I pulled out so many times. <laughs> Did you do? You're sitting back here now. I mean, you've probably been finished. What I don't know, 20, 30 minutes or so. Did yeah, right. did you? 
No, I saw you finish across there ages ago. Did you did you enjoy it? Are you looking forward to coming back, or is that not the question you want to answer right now? Yeah, I don't think I'm ever doing another triathlon right now. You know, that was an experience, and I owed it to myself to finish. And if I hadn't finished, I would have been distraught. And I'm just, I'm really proud to have gotten that far. <laughs> nice work. We'll look back to seeing you come back in next year and then being putting that debut time you did in rope down here and you'll be uh, you'll be on fire. <laughs> well done. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I've got I've got Philip Graves here who was uh, fourth out of the swim and uh, leading early on the bike. What was the plan of attack today early in the race for you? To be honest, I just wanted to get a lead for as long as possible and just feel what it was like to lead and maybe try and get to that Timex bike pre point first, which obviously I did, so I'm excited about that. And then just see what happened from there. Um, it kind of blew up to Harvey. I'm just not strong enough yet to go with them guys, so only yeah. been 20. But obviously, getting the bike pre and gave me an extra incentive to get around the run. I just didn't want to go too, too deep on the run to like damage anything. Yeah. I just wanted to make, make it round and finish my first Hawaii. Yeah. So you're pleased with the day, the day overall? Yeah, yeah, I've got something to put on CV, so yeah. can't be happy really. Yeah. Good. Oh, we'll see you back here next year. And uh, you think you'll go for that bike course record one day? One day, one day, but I'm still a bit too young, really. Maybe four or five years. But we'll just have to see how my career goes and stuff like that. Were you, were you surprised at how fast the guys were biking? Because we know you've got a really strong pedigree in biking, and, and when you had that sort of lead of about 1:15, and then they caught you up, did you think you could stay off the front longer than that or not? Well, I don't, I've never really raced these guys before, so I don't really know. Obviously, the heat really got to me today, and this is my first time like racing in these conditions, so it's just all any experience. So I'm just happy to get around in one piece. Very good. Well done on your day, and it was great to see you out there in the front of the bike. Thank you very much. Okay. Let's go walk towards liquid. Okay, yep. We've got... Um, we often talk on the show, you know, how important uh, post-race nutrition is and, and good recovery after the race. So I'm walking along here with uh, Andy Potts, who's leading the race early on. Um, what, what do we got here, Andy? What are we serving up for post-race nutrition? Yeah. Um, here in Kona, nothing but the best. They Keep serve Domino's, of all things. They. Um, but you know what? They, they charge 20 bucks for a pizza over here, so you, it's a good deal. Okay, okay, yeah. 20 bucks for a pizza, but you figure 550 bucks to enter the race, they could give you something <laughs> a little bit better than pizza. And... You know, some of those other races out on the circuit, 70.3, you get gourmet uh, finishes and and, um, and spreads, and, and you get chefs who actually prepare them. Here in Kona, the world championships, the pinnacle of the sport. This is the birthplace of the sport. What do they do? Yeah, Domino's. We can keep walking. Um, tell us about your day. You know, you, it looks like you really hung tough well out there. You led out of the swim. Got in the pack on the bike, and then uh, and looked like you, you know, looked like you were doing it tough on the run, but you hung in there for a top ten, which you must be pleased with. I'm I'm super pleased with ninth, and um, I couldn't be happier with my um, my attitude out on the course. I did not have the best bike, and um, I really struggled on the bike. I, I thought I had a good first 30 miles and a good last 20 miles. But there are 62 other miles in there where I really struggled, and it was just keep moving forward, stay mentally tough. It's a long day. There's lots of racing to be had. You just got to keep keep pedaling, keep moving forward. And I slowly, I just got gobbled up and spit out, and gobbled up and spit out by the next guy coming up. And 
what's it like? You know, you're always going to come out of the water pretty much at the front, and you're, you're kind of by yourself for that first section. What's it like? Is it that you hope that the guys that are going to come through, you can stay with them, or is it that you know, you know, you're going to be able to stay off those guys? Like, what's your what's your kind of plan going into a race? Well, you look at a, a race like Ironman, and um, I can really take advantage of my swim because it's a little bit longer. It's still a travesty that it's only 2.4 miles. <laughs> um, it really doesn't do the swim justice. Uh, if they want to make it a real trap on, they should put it up to five or six really miles. Yep. Um, but anyway, it is what it is. And uh, I knew that um, my swim would give me an advantage in terms of riding within myself and my own pace for however long until I get caught by the cavalry. Okay. And today I got caught um, an hour and five minutes into the bike ride. So that was about two hours into the whole race. Maybe uh, an hour and 55 minutes into the entire race, Ferris came up and rode up next to me. Um, you know, I just kind of rolled with Ferris and um, Chris Lieto for a little while. And, um, so, so that's my mentality is, you know, if I only have to race 80 miles um, at somebody else's pace, then that's an, a little bit easier day for me. But, you know, at the same time, like, I'm riding solo for the first 30, whereas everybody else is feeding off each other. And I've seen what happens back on those packs, and, you know, it, everybody's not playing by the same rules. Do you think you've got it in you to win this race one day? This is such a hard race. Um, no promises. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I won't fight for it and, and try for it. Um, I was really... Uh, Pushed the run hard today. You got third fastest run. Third fastest run. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped about that. Yeah. That tells me that um, I, I have the goods. It's just a matter of putting it together. You know, if I can ride better, it's gonna. It's more than just a matter of if. It's a matter of putting in the work and and putting in the the time. And um, so, no, no promises. But I'm I'm certainly coming back next year. And uh, hopefully I can do a little bit better. Are you working hard in the swim? Like the, the guy in front was killing himself, and you were on saying on his toes. And at times, what John was saying, because we're out in the boat and we're looking at you, and we're thinking you're not even on his toes. You're, he had a bit of a gap on you. So was he killing you? Or because you're an amazing swimmer? Um, John set an honest pace, and I uh, give him a ton of credit for um, you know pushing the swim hard. Yeah. Uh, we talked a little bit before the race, not a ton, yeah. but a little bit. And um, I told him, he said, how do you want to do it? And I said, listen, let's not go tugboat style where we're um, shoulder to shoulder, because that's a slow uh, way to swim. What we tried to do is speedboat, where he's, um, he's in front of me and I'm behind him. And uh, I, I was just following the, the bubbles in the white water. And there were a couple times when it would spread out a little bit more than I wanted. And then I would just, you know, get up to where I wanted. What I find if when people drag off me in the water, if they keep touching me, I, I get frustrated. I don't push as hard. So I wanted John to be able to, to push as hard as he could and me give him enough leeway to do so. And for me, that's a smart swim, and it's a, um, uh, a respectful yeah. way to swim. And you still so, get the advantage, don't you? And, and I definitely had an advantage, without a doubt. I mean, John was pushing... Um, more than I was, yeah, for sure. Right. We've got to let you go get some drinks because I know you've just done an Ironman. It's a hard day. Well done in your race. Thank you. More pizza. You know, it's Thanks, cool, Thank, Thank you very much. Thanks. Cheers. What's your name? Where are you from? Um, Finbar, Ingram, Perth, Australia. Nice. Oh, nice. I was in Perth a few weeks ago. Very good. How, How are you doing today? Teach us of aerobics. You know, it's how I roll. Great, yeah. great podcasting, yeah, given. Yeah. Triathlon specific. It's actually about me now. Oh, <laughs> oh. Hey, uh, tell us about your day. Shocker. Shocker. Yeah, it was bound to happen sooner or later. I'd 
yeah, this is the worst one I've had. So, so why? What, what went wrong? Don't know. I just, I mean, I had stomach problems on the run, but it wasn't that. It was just, just a shocker. First time here or not? No, last year. Last year. So how'd you go last year, time-wise? About 10, 12 minutes quicker. So okay, yeah, not a shocker. Positives of the day, though. There's got to be something positive in there. I think I PB on the swim, nice. non-wetsuit non swim. Yeah. That, that swim looked like it was, uh, there was a bit of bumping out there. I mean, it looked like it was, it was, there was a bit of swell. Was that how you felt or not? Yeah, it was a bit of swell. I, d I didn't get bashed around as much as last year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether I just got lucky and bumped out the side. And uh, drafting out on the bike there, was there a lot? We were sort of fo uh, focusing on the front end of the race. I mean, how did you find the, the management of the drafting out there? Um, it goes on, and, and it's just individuals do the wrong thing. Is there guys who are blatantly cheating? Like, you know, like, you do get the whole, it's hard at times not to draft, but the, there are people who are kind of pushing the envelope. But, like, did you see much of that? Oh, some people, they're not even bothering with an envelope, mate. Really? They're just straight on the back of their wheels. And really? you, you can see it, and they're not making an effort at all. Yeah, but, um, I don't know, it might have been my imagination, but I thought last year, maybe it was where I was riding, um, there were more marshals. We only had, I only really saw two all day. Oh, really? Whereas last year, you know, you'd see them all the time. Yep. So, I don't know, just could have been that. Well done, swim PB. You've always got to look for the positive. Hey, you've, mate. you've always got to think, you know, you know, like, you know, it's well, the biggest positive, I get to go eat some shit now. Yeah. I've got Domino's pizza, so you'll be happy with that. <laughs> Excellent, well done. I love you, mate. Cheers, guys. See you Name, country, champion? <laughs> Charlotte Paul, Australia. <laughs> So, uh, so, good day at the office or hard day at the office? What, how did it go? Hard day at the office. I think I got um, dehydrated. I thought I saw you on the run moving pretty well. Was the run okay? The run was okay. I wanted to make up for the bike. I got, I got dehydrated. I didn't pee the whole bike, which really? isn't normal for me. And so I, was uh, it that you weren't taking enough fluid or was it just, was it kind of like your own little fault? Or? It was my own little fault, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, you got to let's be honest about these things, eh? So, okay, so you're, you're a smart athlete, you know, you've been around for a while. You're in Hawaii, you know you should be drinking. Why aren't you drinking? I was um, hanging on to someone, I didn't want to let them go. And okay. There a few aid stations I went to too quickly and dropped bottles, so, um, yep. yeah. So you took a bit of a risk and it kind of hurt in the end of the day? Yeah, I was taking about a litre an hour, so I didn't think I was taking too much of a risk, but it wasn't enough. And at what point did you kind of think, well, went in physically, where I was like, you know what, shit, I've made a big mistake? Um coming along past Kauai High up towards Queen K again. Oh, really? Oh, okay, so it was, it was quite early on. Not early, but kind yeah, of not a good time. it was a long time. drag home. But, um, uh, is, hubby, is hubby out there and how's he doing? Hubby's still out there. I think he's having a bit of a struggle himself. Oh, really? <laughs> I think a few people are today, eh? So overall, what, you end up, what kind of time did you end up doing today, Charlotte? Uh, 10.08. 10.08, and what kind of placing will that get you? I think it's about 30th. Oh, okay. Oh, well, hey. You have the good, you have the bad, don't you? You do. You're the good, the bad, and the ugly. Do you take any positives away from today? I'll drink, see another drink, hour. Drink, yeah. Drink, yeah. After a beer, I might be a bit more positive. Well, we're, we're going to leave you here. Come to check in now, see if you're still lying down. And if you want to handle the lifting up, I'll help you with that too. Thank you. Well done today, mate. Cheers. Good friend of the show, Cat. <laughs> and John's actually already talked to her, but do you, have you heard of this thing called Sunblock? I had it on. Well... Maybe double application next time, you I'm thinking. Make sunblock for Scottish people. You wanted to match the outfit. You, you have matched the outfit. You've got pink on pink. It's beautiful. And my, my arms are stinging. Yeah, I can imagine. You are the most sunburnt athlete of the day. So that's it. You're proud yeah, of that. That's something to be proud of, at least. Yeah, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Love your work. Good stuff. <laughs>
Wait a second, we've got Roger here from... Someone was Epic past me at mile 80. Who was that? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. So how'd you go today, mate? You know, I had a good race till 23 miles. That's yeah, not too bad. You can't complain. 23 yeah, miles. The wheels came off. Three to go. Three to go and just, just get home, was it? Yeah. What are you going through at that moment when you know you're close to the end? You've only got a few miles to go, three miles to go. You know you're close to the end. You're probably feeling really that you want to do a good time. How do you mentally push through that time to actually make sure you get to the end? Well, well, actually, it wasn't hard because I was I was racing a, a competitor that I knew was uh, in my age group and probably potentially going to win. And so uh, um, I, I used him really to, 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 to pace myself. And, and uh, uh, there was I, I had lots of motivation and just didn't have the motor. Yep. So you, you your podium? I think I was fourth. Proud of that. Podium's five. Yeah, mate. That's I'll blood. take it. I will take it. <laughs> now you're ready for Epic Camp. I don't know. Yeah. It's just a warm up, mate. It's <laughs> a warm up. Hey, congratulations, mate. See you up on stage tomorrow night. We've got Craig Kirkwood here, who uh, one of the fastest runners in New Zealand. And you're going to go close to. Yeah, that's okay, an interesting outfit you got on there today. Very interesting. Yes, we were out on the bike, and John said, oh, my God, Craig Kirkwood may go down for the worst-dressed athlete of the day. <laughs> it's looking good. We've got a bit of fluoro orange there. <laughs> Let's put it this way. You wouldn't be missed. Oh, yeah, fantastic. You know, you've got to go retro in these kind of things. <laughs> that, was, that was the influence, was it? Retro. Yeah, absolutely. And mate. we love your work. Absolutely. Thank you very much. So how did yeah. the day go, mate? Uh, yeah, it was okay. I had a, had a reasonable swim and uh, an okay bike. I got a drafting penalty, which was, in my opinion, bullshit. But... Um, has the brakes and um, your Kiwi? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mate, Joe absolutely. Got two. Oh, did she? she really? oh, two well. penalties. I don't know if they were both drafting, but two penalties. Yeah, and then um, the run was pretty rough. I felt pretty, pretty shit for the first. Uh, can I say that? For the yeah. first. Um, yeah, podcasting. For the first, <laughs> for the first five miles, and then um, just had to stop at a food station and just ate as much as I could, and then came right. And I don't know. I picked up probably a couple of hundred people from then on for the last 30k. So. Nice. What do you think? Yeah. Do you know what you ran? Oh, no idea, mate. No idea. Yeah, no idea. Maybe 3:20, something like. Excellent. Nice. Yeah. We, we've got we've got a we've got a line up here. Yeah. So Craig, well done on your race. Love Thank your work. Get a better outfit, mate. Yeah. Sharp it up. <laughs> Sharp it up. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> Friend of the show, he started a bit of controversy with his 2:12 prediction. No old uh, Rasmus Henning. And that the guy we were just talking to, he's a New Zealand marathoner. He's run about 2:12 fresh. Yeah. And yeah. he said, "There's no way in hell that Rasmus Henning can run 2:12." <laughs> You did create a bit of controversy, but uh, well, we like that about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of people wondering how you were going to go today. I mean, how was it for you? You obviously had your, your wrist issues. Well, how was the How was the day? Um, well, I I, 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 can't say that that my hand actually um, caused me too too many problems today. Right. Uh, I took a solid painkiller before <laughs> the start, and uh, I didn't feel it much. A few hits on the on the swim and grabbing the water bottles was was uh, was, was not ideal. Any puss is going to share some of that pizza, and see, any puss is taking a while to eat it, but Rasmus is loving the pizza. <laughs> that is tasty domino stuff. Beats me in the race, takes my pizza. Yeah, nice, nice. I'm just stepping on you, you know, <laughs> twisting it around. Uh, no, just, just, just a few things that hurt a little, grabbing the water bottles, you know, it wasn't very nice, but um, I think the main thing that, that actually uh, prevented me maybe from getting on the podium today was probably the, the lack of ideal uh, preparation that yeah. I had because of this. I, I got here one hour or one week later than, than I was planning to so obviously I wasn't acclimatized and yeah. you know to everything as well as I would like to be. Plus I had 12 days out of the pool. I had 10, 10 12 days uh, off the bike. I was yeah. just sitting on the turbo but I hate that shit. Yeah. I mean it's, it's not the same 
and I, I mean, I hadn't even been o over the course or anything, and yeah. um, so I, I didn't feel all that great today, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I'm, I, I know I have so much more in me, um, so. But finishing fifth under those circumstances is pretty awesome. So you say it obviously gives a lot of confidence for the next year coming back, and then that's going to be your focus now? It is. I'm, I mean, I'm definitely going to come back. I, I need to work out what else is going to be on the schedule next year. Um, um, I would like to do a fast Ironman somewhere yep. uh, over the summer. So, so I'll see what I can find out. Uh, because I, yeah, I'd love to, to break that eight-hour barrier. I'm pretty sure I can do that. So that's all we like to hear. Fighting talk. Uh, what time did in the race did you kind of know you're going to get in the top five at least? Like, did you kind of know early on, or did you think? Um, I could I could sort of see that Lieto was probably far enough ahead to be out of reach, and I could see that Crowey and Rayleigh was, you know, they were they were running well. Uh, but but Maka was fading. Ferris was fading. I actually caught up to Maka just before going down the energy lab. But for some reason, <laughs> we were just running, just chatting for 30 seconds, and then it took off again. Oh, really? I don't know why, if that was a tactical move or whatever. It's the heat games. you got yeah, yeah, to watch yeah. out for Mecca with the heat he's, games. He's dangerous. Yeah, I mean, that was quite impressive, actually. I have to tell him that afterwards, because <laughs> yeah. I, I, I saw in one of the older videos that uh, the announcer was saying that once you get past on the run, you, you rarely come back. Yeah. But uh, he did, did just that. But then I could see that was going to catch Ferris. Yep. Uh, and then it was just... Uh, from that time, I, I, I was, you know, going for top five. Yep. But I, I heard that that the Dirk was actually running well, my good mate, uh, behind. And uh, I mean, thumbs up for him. He did a great race. And then uh, my coach told told me with, say, four or five k to go, that that uh, that it was pretty safe. I had about a minute down to the next yep. guys. Uh, so I thought that that's fine. I don't have to dig that deep. But then just running down uh, Pilani Road. He, he just said, well, you got Timo Brock 20 seconds oh, behind really? you. So, it was on. So, so suddenly, I mean, I had no word of him whatsoever during the race. So, so I had to speed up. But actually, uh, I, was, I was able to, and I, I put in a strong last couple of Ks. You know, this race is known as the race, the hardest race ever, and all that kind of stuff, and the history, and the gods, and all that kind of crap. Does it, does it, to you, after doing it now, does it live up to that, or is it just another race on the calendar? It's definitely a great race, yeah. uh, a very spectacular um, course, and but especially the the atmosphere and the level of competition. That's I, that I think is the main difference. I've I've raced in uh, in hotter conditions, um, and they say the, the the bike course is so boring that you mentally have to really be special for that. But I didn't think about that at all out there because uh, we were sitting such a big peg. You had enough to do with just staying, you know, 10 meters behind and assessing always. Do I need to go? past this guy to close the gap or stuff like that. So I was just concentrating on the riding, so I didn't really um, think think about that. And uh, on the run, I mean, running back on Queen K seemed a little bit far, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but still, uh, it's, it's, it's not a problem. And, and uh, with I mean, when I did China, to tell you the truth, that's, yeah, that was way, way out of uh, reach for this race it, yeah. uh, when it comes to heat and humidity. Uh, so today wasn't bad at all. Nice. Awesome race on debut, especially with uh, not ideal preparation, so well done. We look forward to seeing how you come back here next year. Kill that pizza now, mate. Get into it. Love your work. Well done, mate. Thank you very much. Uh, one of the nice times in, uh, the afterwards of the Ironman, really, isn't it? Where people are kind of, it's quite nice in Hawaii because you have, it's kind of a big spacious area and it's, it's nice and it's kind of not hot anymore. It's just kind of a nice warmth to the area and everyone's just kind of telling their stories and going around. It's a real nice energy to the place, isn't it? There is. The sun's going down, starting to cool off a little bit. It's just a little bit more pleasant now. Yeah, and there's a lot of athletes still out there, obviously, but... I'm, uh, I'm eyeing up that pizza, Devin. Yeah, I, I think, I think we, should, we should try it on. Well, first of all, is that wrong? I don't know. 
Uh, no, I think we can try it on. <laughs> we've, 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 we've contributed to the Iron Man. Admittedly, we haven't eaten today, so it's not really helping our cause. And, and you know, you guys want great interviews, so maybe, maybe it's okay. But let's say the guy an hour from now missed out on pizza. Should we feel bad? We, we should feel bad. Yes, yeah, so but maybe. Oh, else got some pizza there. Yeah, yeah, I reckon oh, we try it on. Okay, let's try it. Well, let's pizza mission now. We got some pizza. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually quite good. Shh, don't tell anyone. We've got Russell Cox here, Epic Camper. You will have heard about heard, um, heard him on uh, Italy and New Zealand camps. Come in. Oh, sorry, Bill. <laughs> uh, come in with a pretty solid day. Tell us about it, Russell. Uh, I had a shocker of a swim. Real shocker, 110. Um, position myself far too far right. Everyone goes for the first boy, and you kind of just smack, smacked about for. And it goes the same all the way down and back. Um, Bike hurt like hell at first, and then somewhere about around Harvey, I felt great. I thought, wow, I'm right, I'm racing in Hawaii, fantastic, and that was it. I just pushed home. Really? And then the run, not my best run, but still pretty solid, and uh, picked up the pace at the end and finished. I'm seeing a bit of tracer activity going on here. You've got a bloody kangaroo on your top, you're in Australian colours, and you don't have the Aussie accent. What's going on? <laughs> well, the, the, the kit comes from an Aussie company who, who, who support me a bit, uh, and it is slightly confusing for the Aussies because they all go, cheer, go Aussie. Uh, well, you know what? The Aussies are easily confused. It's so true. You know, it, it's a fair point. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, um, so, yeah, it just gets me extra support. It's your first time here, isn't it? Yeah, my first Hawaii. Well, you've got to be happy for sub-10 in your first Hawaii, yeah, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of thought I might be able to do it, but you don't you don't know. And I've been out here a couple of weeks and riding and, and feeding, you know, so-so. And, and what point in the run did you think, should I've got it? Good peep. Uh, it was, uh, well, basically, me and another guy were running together from the energy lab, uh, and I said, uh, <laughs> hey, mate, um, and I said to him, uh, well, you know, at this point, if we just can do eight-minute miles, we've got it. And then uh, 9.30, we had about two miles, two and a half miles Great. to go. And I said to him, you know, if we ended up walking, we could do it now. So, uh, nice. <laughs> Congratulations on a great race, mate. Well done. Nice work. Love your work. <laughs> Good friend of the show, Pete Jacobs. Uh, we were screaming for you all throughout the race. And uh, you came off the bike, you, you smacked the swim. Came off the bike, rode strong, and maybe rode pretty hard. And in kind of the beginning of the run, we were looking at you, and I was thinking, shit, he does look like he's hurting, but you just, you held tough today, didn't you? Yeah, appreciate your support out there. That was good. And I actually spent my day yesterday listening to, listening to the show of Macca oh, and. Nice, love your work. And everything. And uh, it was just a good way to relax. So. So, so this is a bit of a breakthrough in Hawaii for you. You know, it's top 10, yeah. you know, you've got eighth overall in the end. So, yeah. so uh, tell me about your day. Um, yeah, sat on the feet of Andy and someone else for about a quarter of the way, and then just dropped off and. Swam on my own, and someone else caught and sat on my feet. Yeah, you'd feel grace behind you. Yeah, yeah. and so um, and then we got out, and he rode pretty strong. And the pack took a long time to catch me. I was just feeling comfortable, but they were a few hundred meters back, and just seemed to take forever to catch me. So I thought, oh, they're not riding that quick. And then once I joined in the pack, it was good because I was up near the front. Whereas with the whole drafting rule and everything, if if it forms and you're at the back, yep. you pretty much got to stay at the back or go all the way to the front. Yeah. So I was pretty lucky that I stayed up the front. And then um, went through the cycle, heading up through Harvey. I actually ended up being in front because a few guys broke away. And Luke McKenzie went off in front of me. So I was actually leading into the windiest section up oh, there, Harvey. Really? But I'm like, shit, looking behind me, there's Crowey and guys like that. And I'm leading them, yep. you know. But at this stage, do you think to yourself, shit, maybe I'm going too fast? or Really, it kind of felt comfortable. I really like the hills. I'm shit house into a headwind on the flat, yep. which is what we had on the way back after um, Kauai High. And I nearly popped off the back there because I missed my special needs. I just had no chance of getting it. Yep. Just It was a, a mess, just a nightmare there. So, and, you, um, so you get off the bike, you're feeling okay? 
Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Cool. Like I had to work a bit the last 30k to stay on. That was probably the toughest bit to stay with them. But I was like, I'm this close now. I'm just going to stay with. And um, got off the bike, took my time in transition, and the guys got away a little bit. But ended up running down most of the guys that, that we got off the bike with, except for like Crowey and uh, who else was there? Um, a few other guys. Yep. But yeah, I was just stoked. I had great, great sections on the run where my form and everything was awesome, like along Alihi. And then the last 10K, I actually picked it up and caught Farris at the top of Polani Hill. Really? And then Andy Potts, just, he was chasing after me too. He was yeah. probably 40 metres behind, like coming around the last bend. And so I was just, just like... Laying the smack down? Oh, I had to cross the line and just like, I'd given it everything. So, so what point in the day did you know you are going to get top 10 festival? Um... Probably, yeah, obviously, yeah, because of us, yeah. <laughs> it would have been, it would have been when I first got into the top ten. Yeah, I was like, well, I'm in the top ten. I know that there was a big break behind us when we got off the bike, and the guys that I got off the bike with, just you know, if they were running well, they would have still been in front yeah. of me. So I kind of figured, all right, I've got top ten, but you still doubt yourself. Yeah, and so I was, you, you're counting, yeah. and you're like. Well, if I get one more and move up to eight, then I've got a buffer if someone gets me. Yep. I'd only drop back to ninth and um, things like that. But in the end, it was a bonus to get Farris at the top of the hill and move up from ninth to eight. And so what's the feeling, mate, coming down, you know, down the old finish line shoot? You must have just been over the moon, eh? Yeah, yeah, but the head was back and I'm just, the lungs were burning. Because really? Andy was just, like, not far behind. Yep. And I only had time to grab the flag and just keep running. No yep. time for hugs and kisses. <laughs> and, um... But yeah, it was, oh, yeah, I was getting a bit emotional coming down Polani because I, I took Farris and was like, oh, all right, I'm away. Yeah. But then, of course, Andy came back and I didn't have time for emotions in that last yeah. that last stretch along the lee. But um, yeah, yeah, pretty emotional. Just really, really just stoked. I mean, top 10, I want a top 10. And just to say, oh, yeah, I want top 10 and go and do it. When so many other guys want top ten and, yeah. and it just doesn't come. And together. you beat a shitload of good athletes today, eh? Yeah. Like it's, it's not like you're beating peasants, eh? Like it's a, a lot field. of world champs out there, and that's what Craig said. Like there was a lot of world champs in that field today, yeah. a lot, and I beat a few of them. So I'm stoked with that, and just stoked with the run and the ride, and um, yeah, it's just it's coming, starting to become a bit easy. Oh, <laughs> Here we go. You'll be on top next year. Yeah, yeah, that's a prediction for next year. Congratulations, mate. We know it's a big race for you, and we really look forward to watching your future. Eh? Yeah, thanks very much. Cheers. Appreciate it. We've got, we've got Andrew here from where are you from, Andrew? I'm from Sydney, but I'm Kiwi, mate, from Taranaki. Nice. Good to see the honesty. Sur surname? Surname. Andrew House. And he has the privilege of being one of the only maybe 180 people in the world to be at Age Group of the Week on this time. Yeah, mate. Um, one of my mates stitched me up, banged me in there for being an idiot, doing heaps of events and short number of days so you did really well didn't you I, mean, I seem to recall uh, yeah in Taupo about 917 I think oh nice work nice solid. work so you come here what's your first time, time here? Taupo Bevan yeah I think mine was 919 so he taught me you took her yeah. <laughs> but hey let's just not get into that now I'm a retired <laughs> I'm a musician um, <laughs> so you come here today have you done this race before no never no. so what were you expecting coming into it uh, you know basically a death march I think I heard yeah, so. Really? so it really was pretty hard no, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just racing within myself, and it's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. And so, what was your, what was your time? Uh, Nine thirty-one. So pretty yeah, solid back up from Taupo. Not yeah. too much in it. Yeah. Nice work. How'd you find the heat? Uh, good, good. But I should have been, yeah, should have fucking kept off the pizza a bit more because. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It helps to swim though. It gives you that little yeah. bit of added good buoyancy, points. you see. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, good for you. What about fifteen hundredths? So the swim, yeah, I oh, would have come really? out eighteen hundredths, perhaps. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. would have, yeah, no, yeah. definitely helped. 
So uh, where's you from here? Is it a bit of time off now, or are you going to keep on trucking and try to get a little faster? I'm doing uh, the Perth um, wheel, Wheels in two weeks. And then got, oh, really? This nice. is a nice taper. Yeah. And then I've got, uh, next week after that, I've got Port Macquarie half, and then two weeks after that, I've got Carapura half. So, so again, you're just keeping ageing nut bar racing? Oh, nut bar racing. Love your work. Well done today, mate. Love your work. Keep it up. Yeah, good to see you keep out there. Nice. Love your work. <laughs> Thank you. Right here. Yeah. The Admiral's next. <laughs> the next Admiral's next. And what I like about the Admiral is, you might like the pirate tops or not. You know? Do you like the pirate top, John? It's recognisable. Yeah. <laughs> Said a no. <laughs> but what he's done to make it even more recognisable is got the coloured heads go with it, and 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 the name on the hat. And he recognised us out on course. We didn't have to recognise him. He saw us coming. Just about three times. So he's had to go today, mate. Oh, brilliant. Really? I have no idea what time I did in the swim because the. Well, I just got bashed around. Yep. Uh, the bike, I liked the bike. It was hard on the way home. And then the run, hurt like hell, but smacked it. You looked pretty good when we saw you running. You looked like your technique was up and you you were running along pretty smoothly. Yeah, that was just because you were there. Oh, nice, good. Yeah, just put it on a show. So it must have been then, you know, the Tuesday ride did wonders for you. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. All that extra training. <laughs> Bevan was bitching and moaning, oh, these guys shouldn't be doing this on Tuesday. Oh, yeah, but it was a chain gang. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. So, uh, lived up to the dream. Oh, everything. Real everything. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? You can call me nosy for the rest of I am talk. I don't care. I'm here and I've lived the dream. Really? Can't take it away. So now, so now, do you want to come back straight away? Like, is it like, do you want to try to qualify so you come back next year? No, do you want the truth? You've got a kid now? Yeah. yeah. So half Ironman's next year and Kelly gets her kitchen oh. and bathroom. And then maybe in a couple of years when um, Taya's a bit older. Yeah. I'd love right. to come back. Do you know what? I'd come back and volunteer. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's just a bit. You've got a few mates come over too, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the guy who sponsors me, Phil, uh, he's come over. A couple of mates, Jason and Blairy, brilliant. My mum's come over, yeah. her partner. Uh, Paul and Jan have come over and they're getting married here wow. now wow. on Friday. Wow. So, so now you're on the piss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's only alcohol free in here. I've just seen someone with like a two gallon jug, but it's alcohol free. It's on, it's on. So, you know, when, you, when you're coming through town on the run, you know, you get a bit of support down a lead drive, you know, the scatterings of people all the way along, obviously a lot through town. Once you get up onto the Queen Clark, hey, it's pretty, you know, there's, there's not a lot of support out there. I mean, how did you keep yourself going along there? I just ran from A station to A station and walked through it. You know, like the 9 1 yeah. that we talked about? Not quite but I speed walked through the aid stations and gave myself the reward when I got there. Yep. So, so it made the mental challenge a little bit easier to, yeah. to think about. I got caught once walking in between aid stations and someone just went, Rosie, just make it to the next aid station. <laughs> I was like, oh, busted. Oh, nice. Hey, it was a strategy. It's a strategy. Obviously, we're, well done, mate. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. I'm in the mic, but that's okay. We don't mind. Rosie's, I mean, the Emerald's back. Yeah, sorry. I just want to say a huge thank you for everyone at home as well because it's been awesome. You know what the pirates are like? Yeah. I'm sure some of them are still up. It's 5.30 in the morning and yeah. I love it. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. Love the pirates. Cheers, love your work, mate. So love it. Golden here. Uh, Friend of the show we're calling you now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we interviewed you earlier in the week and you were talking about that sort of metamorphism from uh, the young and enthusiastic guy until the, the good performing professional athlete. It looked like you, you know, you achieved your goals out there today. It seemed like you had a smart race, eh? Hey? Uh, well, yeah. Still, my racing wasn't smart. Um, I was a little bit uh, sad about the fact that there were so many fast guys in the water, and I was leading for three and a half thousand meters when the the, the, the really fast guys <coughs> were away. 
So, and same on the bike, everybody, it turns into a short course race, and uh, yeah, I wasn't so happy about that, but personally I'm happy with my performance, and I knew that there wasn't much more in the tank, and I uh, could have been a little bit faster, and or my position could have been a little bit better, but I just uh, faded away, on the especially on the last 10k, and so the guys... You, you seem to hold your technique pretty well, you know, you've got that long kind of stride length in your run, you're holding it pretty well for most of the end of the run, did you just kind of, towards the end, just kind of lose that? Well... I think it looks pretty nice, the, that long stride, but it is not so fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, I think we have never seen a race where the top 10 were in 11 minutes in the finish, and uh, that shows how, how dense it was today, and, uh, you know, that's, that's how it is, and it's a hard... It's getting harder and harder. Yeah. You, you've raced here, you know, quite a few times now. The times today were not particularly quick for some reason. I mean, why was it? Were the conditions really tough out there, or what was it? Well, I think on the one hand it was really, really hot, and then the other thing was that uh, I think many um, athletes tried to play it safe, and the, there were only a few guys that really wanted to know what 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 could happen on the bike, uh, like Chris Lieto and. Uh, I thought that he would have deserved the win, but um, I think second place he can be happy as well. And uh, Mike uh, Twelzik also, you know, was really trying hard and pushing away, mm, and uh, and some other guys that, that just tried and um, yeah. So. Were you tempted to push with them? Or were you tempted to try to get up with them and and kind of stay with them, or was it just you're a little bit too far behind after the water? Well, simply my my physical abilities. Um, yeah were not there. I mean, I did what, what my physical abilities were. Maybe I could have run a little bit faster, but definitely not much, and that's why I'm happy. And, but is that frustrating? Because, you know, normally you can kind of stay off that bunch, or, or are you quite happy to accept that at this moment in time? Well, you know, I got beaten at every single race this year. Um, at the German Duathlon Championships, I got beaten by the age group guys, and uh, I just had a horrible season with absolutely no good race. So, uh, Taking that into account, I, I'm very happy. Yeah, yeah, well yeah. done. We're, we're really happy to see you out there doing well, and uh, we look forward to you climbing back up to the top. Yeah, mate, bring it on. Love your work. Awesome. Stuff, well Thanks, Thank we've, got, we've got the competition here, John. <laughs> <laughs> we've got the competition, and he's not being shy about it either. He's got the T-shirt on, and he's showing it off, isn't he? We've got Felix here from Challenge uh, Challenge Organisation. Challenge Family. Challenge Family. Ah, yeah, you do your work, so don't you? I do my work. I do my pace. So, Felix, do you come over to, to Kona every year? Yes, since, uh, I think, Ten years, yeah. Really. And so, what do you aiming to get from being here? Well, we have a lot of talks here. Um, a lot of organizers approach us that I've uh, met now, uh, who want to join the challenge family, and also uh, sponsor talks, and also pro athletes uh, for for Roth and the other races next year. And your market seems to be expanding quite quickly. How's it all going? It's gone really well. Uh, it could actually be that we announce uh, another race. Really? Um, it's, a, it's a scoop. We'll take that as a scoop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By by next year. So it's going really well. Yeah, really? we're very happy. And they're selling out too, aren't they? You know, like you're putting on races and you're getting yes. the numbers. Aren't yeah. You? Yeah. What is very very good for us? All the European races were sold out. Like um, last Sunday, we had the race in Barcelona. It's very very good. I was uh, flying over directly from from there uh, to here. And uh, Wanaka is up a lot. So we expect 800 uh, competitors in Wanaka, really? which wow. is really good. And yeah, it's great. 
very, very happy. Yeah. And I'm doing it again. Are you? Uh, Love that race. And so, you know, this is a really great race. What do you learn coming to this race that you could take forward to the challenge races? Because, you know, Kona, they kick ass. You know, this is really well done. What do you guys take from this? Actually, we can take um, a lot of things from different races, even from smaller ones, because there are always good ideas that we see and um, uh, try to um, to put in our races as well. Yep, like yep. You can learn from actually every race. Yep. Well, you know, a lot of people are asking the question whether you're going to try to break into the American market. Is that something you're looking to do, or are you looking to just be, uh, be a real force in Europe for the time being and expand into the States later on? Definitely we are looking for the American market. Tomorrow we have another uh, meeting here. So um, at the moment we are uh, totally focusing on Europe, but also again on New Zealand and Australia, uh, on those two markets. And then I would say in two, three years from now, we want to go uh, abroad again. We, we think it's really great because I think it's good for the sport to have competition and WTC. You guys seem to be the only people who could probably really do that for WTC. Uh, what's the relationship between you guys and them or is there a relationship at all? Yeah, we were approached by, by WTC um, this year if we would sell uh, um, the race, which we won't. Oh, really? wow. um, so I think a monopoly is bad in any yeah. uh, business. So uh, I'm, I'm very happy that it works so well and that um, the athletes love to come to our races. And we just I think the big difference is that we, we put the, the age group athletes and everybody just in the center of attention and try to do everything we can uh, for them to have just uh, not only a good race, but a great experience. So, yeah. Well, no, no, oh, word on the street is you've lost your main sponsor, but have you picked up a new one or how's it going for you? Uh, we're speaking to a new one, but um, we, we have a very, very wide basis under our title sponsor, which is really good. So yep. we don't face uh, problems. Oh, that's, that's really yeah. good. Yeah, because, you know, you lose your big sponsor. And it was great to see, uh, you know, Chrissy smashing the record there this year and then uh, doubling it up, uh, smashing the record at Road and then uh, doubling up today. So hopefully we'll maybe see her back in Road next year. Yeah. Well. Wait and see. Ho hope so too. Fingers across. Hey, good seeing you, mate. Awesome. <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe not. She's she's a little bit daunted by us. How you going, mate? You, we got Amy here from. Well, she works for the Challenge Foundation, but you've kind of been in the magazine industry, and she kind of knows it all. And so, apparently, what did you think of the race today? Oh, it was a really interesting race. It was actually pretty amazing. A lot of people coming through that you know you brand new to sort of Ironman racing. I mean, you look at Rasmus Henning, and that was an amazing result for him. Marinda Carfrey in second place. I mean. People who are still fairly new in the Ironman world and just tearing it up. It's its its really impressive to see. It seems to me like a sea change. There seems to be a bigger field now. It seems to be that in regards to the profile, it's not really... Sure, maybe the top five is always the guys are going to win it, but the, the second tier or, or the next level is, is getting bigger and bigger, isn't it? Yeah, that's absolutely true. And the thing is, I mean, every year people say, oh, my dark horse would be this person or my dark horse would be that person. And um, now you can say, my dark horses, and you could have 10. Yeah. And realistically, you know, depending on the conditions in the day and, and nutrition or whatever else, you know, spectators running into someone or whatever, I mean, you can wind up with with a lot of people sort of vying for those top 10 places. So yeah, you might say you've got your top three and you're pretty sure, but even still, you look at what happened today and it's, it's just pretty amazing. Yeah, I didn't do so well with my picks today and uh, I don't think anybody did actually because uh, I think a lot of people obviously had Crowey and Chrissy yeah. and then uh, behind that, I don't think many people did very well. I think in a way it's kind of gives yeah. you more credit to those two, doesn't it? To, you know, to actually be able to back it up in these, well, Chrissy's because she's a legend, but Crowy to back it up in these conditions is pretty amazing, isn't it? It was very, very amazing to see. I mean, that was a really, really classy performance. I saw him running down Polani and I just was jumping out of my skin because yeah. it was it he's was a, awesome. He's a professional, isn't he? 
But then to see Chris Lieto just hanging right in there too, and there wasn't a bit of give in to him, and that was really, really beautiful to see. So yeah, good on them all. I mean, I was really impressed with the racing today. Oh, good job. He's just saying hi. I'm just saying hi to people. You're a friendly guy, aren't you? Very friendly. Bevan. You're not the angry John anymore, are you? No, not today. I love that about you. I'm gonna give you a hug. No. <laughs> the angry look came back. Hey, thanks, Amy. You're Got the wife of the champion here. So it means you're a champion wife. Which, to be honest, is much more harder work than being an athlete. The phone's going. She's, she's, she's blackberrying. And, and, and where's, your, where's your priorities right now? Where's the love in this relationship? Well, you know. So it's Neri Alexander. She's also on Kitty Watch. I'll keep an eye out for Lucy. I'll make sure she's okay. We've, we've lost her, so that's a good start, John. Yeah, she's, she's uh, so how's your day been? Oh, it was a mad day. It was a little nerve-wracking, but... Phone's just ringing again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? It, yeah, I was nervous, I have to say. Like, 12 minutes down off the bike. Wasn't sure if that was going to come off today, but you know what? It totally did. I'm totally stoked. She's done back to back. It's awesome. In a way, is it harder for you because you don't have the control to, you know, make yourself go faster or, or you know, actually influence the race that much at all, really. So is that really tough to actually go through when you're watching the race? Yeah, I mean, I don't have any input. I just have to stand back and 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 watch it all unfold. But um, yeah, I guess it, it's it's a tricky day because I had two kids and it's hot and you know you just like it's a completely crazy day. But I have to say it was amazing. I'm so proud of him. It's it's a huge achievement to win once to back it up under the pressure yeah. of you know yeah, defending champion. Yeah. There you know you can count them on one hand. I think you know the guys that have done that. So I'm really really proud of him. Do you get any bonuses? Like uh, my wife tries to tell me that when we each have a baby, she expects a diamond ring, and it hasn't, hasn't actually eventuated after. <laughs> yeah, have you done it yet, mate? Did it, did, it, did it after the first one, but not after the second. So I'm, I'm, I'm on the. Uh, I'm on, that's the one on shopping list. Of any bonuses for you after this race? Do you get to go on a special holiday? Well, I have to say my husband does owe me big time because, you know, it's a big drain on the family. Like, the yeah, whole six to eight weeks in, it's eat, sleep, yeah. dream, triathlon. And, you know, that that's hard. Mind you, I'm not complaining. I have the dream life. Yeah. You know, I'm the travelling wife, travelling around the world. It's glamorous. Well, that's what everyone thinks. But it's, um, you know, he totally owes me, whether that's diamonds, whether that's a nice exotic holiday somewhere Maybe without children. Maybe diamonds and holiday. <laughs> Set the bar high, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> maybe just exclusive uh, looking after the kids for, for one week. Yeah. <gasps> a year, maybe? <laughs> how, how do you find it? Because you also manage as well, so you're kind of really actively involved in the whole experience. Like, how do you how do you kind of fit it all in? You know, I don't know, but I have to say, Apple, if you're listening, iPhones. It's all about the iPhone. I can now walk around. John, sit John, by the I told phone. you this for months, John. Yeah. yeah, the iPhone has been amazing. I yeah. can actually reply to emails. So Soon after I get them, absolutely. Yeah. I don't have to be sitting, I don't have to wait till the kids are both asleep in bed and it's 8 o'clock at night and I can reply to all the business for the day. I can do it, you know, sitting at the traffic lights, dare I say that, oh, sitting by the pool, you know, it's really handy. So that's actually made my life much easier, although I have always dug my heels in against technology. It's a complete right. lifesaver. Liberate your mind is all I'm going to say. At what point in the race today did you know he had it? Um, I saw him take the lead from Chris Lieto. Uh, with about three miles to go or four miles to go, I'm not exactly sure. And, um, you know, Chris was hurting. I felt so sorry for him. He had an amazing race. He stayed out the front for so long. He was cramping. I, and I've, I'm friends with his wife, Kara. Some of the kids have played together all week. Yeah. And, you know, I really wanted him to have a great race. And he did have a great race. He yeah. held the lead for so long. Yeah, yeah. And, and I guess once Craig took the lead there, I knew that if it was going to go head to head, that, you know, fortunately for us, unfortunately for Chris, yeah. Back, he was probably going to, you know, uh, probably going to outrun him. But, 
it's not over till a fat lady sings. It wasn't over until Craig crossed that finish line, you know, in the lead. So. And, do you, and do you get all emotional, like the tears come out, you know, the floodgates open? <laughs> I have to say, last year I did. I was like the pregnant wife blubbering this. This year I was much more in control. You know, we've been here once before. You're like a professional having, wife, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> having said that, it is a huge achievement to do it again. And yeah. I'm so proud of him. I, you know. I can't say that enough because it's amazing. Get some tears out of it, okay, so just, just keep with so it. What, no, what's wriggle on the motion? Is it that time of the month? <laughs> no? No, <laughs> no, it's not that time of the month. I might get some crying tears happening. No, we just want to thank you, Neri, for your time and thank you for the, arranging the interview the other day. Much appreciated. Yeah, love your work. No worries. Thanks, guys. And if you can organise an Apple sponsorship, well, that'd be great. Oh, yeah, well, I'll do it for both of us because I love my mate, can't tell you. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Ah, John. So John came home last night after the after the thing. We came home because we were getting a little bit tired. And he said, let's go back for a bit. And I said, John, if we go back, there's a chance I could fall asleep and not want to go back and watch the 12 o'clock. And he said, look, I'm going to be boys hanging around here, so let's go back. Went back. What happened, John? You didn't come back. I fell asleep. Oh, yeah, commitment to the cause, fell on the gutter, and uh, I was out there supporting all those but people admittedly, that out there battling. Admittedly, I have gone about four times to the end. That was that's your no, first time ever, no wasn't excuse. it? Or was that your first time ever? That's no excuse. <laughs> So, so what was it like? At the, what was the atmosphere like at the they, end? They, you know, thumbs up to them. They did a fantastic job. Great atmosphere. Um, as you said, it is my first time doing it because normally I'm um, completely carked out from racing. Uh, what about Wanaka? We went down to Wanaka this year and you were doing a swim. Family commitments. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, but I was impressed. You know, there was uh, a lot of older athletes, I should say. You know, a lot, 60 plus, oh, some yeah. 70 plus athletes coming in. And, Let's have a look uh, at that age group. I wonder what the, the fastest old guy did. So I don't know. They, but they, 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 were, they were battling to get in there. A um, couple of the you know the highlights were um, the well not highlights but fastest old guy. Okay, so so 68 years old, 12:24. Nice. That is rocking the party. But he only beat the next guy by 12 minutes. Nice. Uh, so they had one guy who just managed to scrape in. He was uh, you know about a mile out with. Um, I think maybe 10 minutes ago, and he battled in, got in by maybe a minute or so, so that was pretty cool. Uh, and we were, we were a couple of people that did miss out by a little bit. One and, of them was the biggest loser guy? The biggest loser. He would have missed out by maybe five minutes. Uh, so he still got so what cheered in, and there were a few more people out on the course um, that, that did, did miss the time. Uh, what else was I going to say? But no, in general, they did, 75? they did a fantastic job down there. Good old Roger Brockenborough. Did 14.47. Nice. Man, it must be breaking your heart if you're doing like a 15 hour and you know, oh yeah, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it, and then this 75 year old guy passes you. That wouldn't be good. That's sensational. I love his work. Um, okay, what else are we going to talk about, John? A uh, couple of things. Um, the, as you know, we were previously called Iron Man Talk and then we had ironmantalk.com. If, yep. you, if you still go to that website, it's no longer there. We've had imtalk.me up there for a year now, so we're just leaving the talk. Imantalk.com just disappeared. Just disappearing. Um, so, so if you want to go to the website, it's imtalk.me. And we're actually changing our email address as well now. It's going to be imtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, we'll be updating everything in the next uh, next yeah. couple of weeks. Um, the other thing we're going to do now is the, the continuation of the prize draw. We've got the random.org out, John. Random.org is coming up right Oh, what's oh, going John, on? Do your piece, my mate, hands do are getting sweaty. The, the mouse is not oh, going so mate, well. You, uh, okay, ready? Three, two, one. Generate. Go, generate. Generate. Okay. Number three. Number three on Oops, the list. Here's th- the list. Number three is. Dun dun dun. Dun 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 dun. Chance. Oh, cool hand cool barber. barber. And nice. he is going to get some uh, something from Tribe Eyes. Nice. 
Not actually sure what it's going to be quite yet. So for those while John's doing an extra randomizer, so I'm going to make this a little bit better for podcasting. Uh, for people who've been donating over the last year, and we've got our next number, and he's going to pull that up right now. Seventy two. If you donate to the show, you get your nickname, which we love, and hopefully you love. Some of them are great, some of them are not so great. David, the deconstructed levy. Nice. You are going to be getting some think from Blue 70 Blue 70 nice and if you donated to the show obviously you got us here which is, is pretty great you got your nickname and you went into the draw to win a prize from one of the companies that often support the show so John's putting up another one generate generate number th- lucky for some 13 uh, unlucky for others but isn't it John that's right number 13 13 is good old Tammy the phantom female Rutledge oh, the phantom female Tammy you will no longer be waffing of living any Think if that is the case after, <laughs> after training sessions, you're going to be getting some products from Alvin Connor. So I love the way you, you went for it and then you suddenly realise what you're doing. You pulled out, pulled out. out. <laughs> and so Alvin Connor products. You can do a Google search on them. They're all natural um, deodorants, sort of salt sticks. Great uh, stuff. Great stuff. Especially keep, if you stink. Yeah, and, and <laughs> especially if your shoes stink. And that's uh, that's a pretty common thing going on. So. You're going to be getting a bit of that going on, and I think that's about all I've got for right now. Okay, so we may do some more prize draws when we get back we to New go. Zealand. Um, it's been really great. Oh, and just, and just in comment while we're on this right here is, thanks, guys. You know, like, uh, it, it's really been... Well, it's been a busy week for John and I. We've been working our asses off all week to get the content out for you guys, but um, just, the, you know... I am talk is a pretty big thing in John in my life, and, and the idea that you guys want to support us to be here and do that has just been really, really amazing. And you know, for all of you who actually dug into your own pocket and delivered and given us some money to get us here this weekend, it's been pretty, pretty special. Way eh? it's been a lot of fun. There's been um, a couple busy. people actually who kind of gave kind of stupidly, really, wasn't there? It was Bobby the Ballistic Hammer, special supporter of the show. Yep. Uh, Andrew Charles, I can't remember if Charles if we've given you a nickname or yeah, not. Let us know, Charles, because you need a nickname. Yeah. And uh, Craig. Racerholic Nicholson. Oh, really? So there was some, some. Yeah, they, they, they gave special amounts. Although lots of people gave special amounts as well, but those three particularly uh, deserve special mention. That's right. Um, so, yeah, John, what's next? What's next? That's about it for today. Um, we, you know, we've got to try and go off and get this uh, interview with Chrissy if we can. And yeah. then. Uh, we're not going to be releasing a show on Tuesday. Obviously, we've kind of given you a lot of content over the last few days, so you've got lots to catch up on. Um, we'll we, be back to normal next Tuesday. Now, if we get any more interviews from here forward, because we may catch the occasional pro walking around and we might just yeah. chuck the mic in front of them, we'll put those in next week's show. So, yeah. back to normal next Tuesday, uh, which is really good. What, what have been your highlights of the trip, John? Uh, probably going out on the boat. That was pretty cool. Yeah, this, that was this, pretty cool. Swim, um, but just I don't know. Just just an exciting race. You know, I was just glad it wasn't. I mean, Grant Christie did run away with that. It wasn't that exciting? But I mean, she added the excitement by setting a course record. So that sort of uh, yeah. counted for that. And I was just it was just great to see a um, you know a lot of changes in the, in the men's race, and it wasn't just um, you know business as usual and Crowy running away with it. So. I just thought the, the racing was great. Um, atmosphere around town was fantastic. I mean, there's still lots of things I think WTC can do better here. Um, there's definitely the food after the race. Yeah, but I think that, you know, in their defence, I think they've got a few issues there because what happens when you come across the finish line in Kona, there's a, you, you buy the pier and they've, they've got very little space there and so you sort of get ushered through that area. And then you've got this whole beach area behind the hotel and I, I would imagine they're probably actually not allowed to put anything up there. So that's probably the issue they've got because it's sort of public space and it's a beach and they probably have to have that own 
open for other guests. And so then you've got to walk all the way through there and go across to another area where the medical tent is. Um, so that's a bit of an issue, um, but I'm sure that, that, that they've got a reason for that. Yep. Um, but I would say, yeah, the, the one thing that, that disappointed me a bit was the, the post-race um, food and nutrition and, and drinks and so on for the competitors, you yeah. know. Um, I think they could really do I a lot I think they more pretty much ran out by about 7 o'clock. Yeah, because you go to other races, you go to other Ironman races, New Zealand's fantastic, um, road's good, you know, pretty much every other Ironman I've been to, it's, it's great. You've got a good spread of food, you've got lots of drinks there, but here it's basically pizza and ice cream. I don't even see any drinks being handed out. No. So I think that's a little poor, especially... Anything else you think they can prove uh, I mean, I, I heard a lot of people getting busted for drafting, and I, and I think that's... Um, it sucks, but it's, it's perhaps positive because they're out there, they are enforcing the laws. I think probably the biggest decision that they're going to have to face, um, and, and whether they want to face up to it or not, is whether to have wave starts. It's going to take away a huge amount from the race, you know, in terms of, you know, that, that cool thing of being on the start line with everybody yeah. going in together. The drafting is an issue, and a lot of people are saying in the age group racing, you know, the drafting, it's, um, it's, it's really, really tough not to draft and, yeah. and to do your own race. It's, well, um, one, of the, one of the listeners actually said their whole group got punk. Yeah. Yeah, which is, he said it was kind of impossible not to, you know, like you're trying to avoid it, and it's a real kind of issue for our sport, isn't it? Mm. So mm. the challenge races, they do, they do lots of wave starts now, um, and then and that helps with the issue, and especially at a race like Kona, I think. If you did do wave starts, I think the course is hard enough that, yeah, there'd still be some drafting, but I think it would be uh, a lot of it would be solved. Um, but other than that, you know, I think, um, I think... I think we've got to give them some plugs here. They do a great job. This is a really great event. Um, you know, in regards to the atmosphere, there's lots of social things to do throughout the week. They build up to the race really well. Um, it's a really well-organised race. The feel around the place is pretty great. Yeah, um, the, the, the entertainment on the day, you know, in terms of keeping the crowd pumped is good. They've got the hot corner, you've got the whole finish line area. The coverage online was fantastic. Apparently, we didn't watch a huge amount because we we're kind of more out there. But apparently, we've got quite a few emails from listeners saying that they just really delivered, and, and you know, and, and it's really great, eh? It's good that they've got educated commentators as well. There's nothing more frustrating than watching coverage when people don't know what they're talking about, and they've got ex-athletes in there who, to their credit, you know, they haven't probably even got that much media training. They they hold it together really well in live pro- um, broadcasting, especially for a long difficult. time. You know, like they're yeah. doing it all day. You got to you got to try to keep that interest factor up, and they, yeah. they manage to find enough content to do that. So I think. I think that's great, um, but overall, you know, there's always going to be things they can improve on, and, and you just hope that they they do. And there's still going to be things to improve on, but you've always got to. You know, athletes are striving to get better, and they need to, to keep. I doing think the one thing is, is when you ask an athlete, has the experience delivered for you? You know, at the end of the day, every athlete's saying yes, and not just the athlete, the people they bring along with them as well. And mm. and that's and that's you know they're doing a pretty great job in that regard. Um, my highlights for the week have been. Um, uh, for John and I, it's kind of a little bit of the inside baseball that we get to know, and most of we can't actually share with you, which is a bit of a bugger. But it's um, it's just really interesting, kind of getting to know sport at a deeper level, which is really fascinating. Meeting you guys, you know, we come over here, and, and I am talks is kind of big thing in our world, but we're not really sure how big it is in the real triathlon world. And you kind of come here and you realise, you know, what well, iron talk is kind of a big thing. And you know, we'd often just be walking down the street, and someone say, "Hey, one, two, three, four, high five or yeah. you know, or yell out to us. And um, lots of people came up to us to love the show and. Probably more than a lot more than what I thought would be the case. So that was kind of cool, just to think that you guys are out there enjoying what we're doing. Uh, that was a real highlight for me. Getting to meet the pros in, in, in their intimate environment. Mm-hmm. Um, after the race interviews, you get a call, but it's always race. But we've been able to actually go into their homes where they're hanging out this week, and just get to know them a bit more personally. And it, um, for me, that makes it. I don't know it's just kind of nice to get to know them as people. Um, yeah, that was pretty much all my highlights. Oh, the, uh, the boat, the boat was pretty cool. You like the training? Yeah, the bike riding was lovely. I loved it. <laughs> Highlight of my week, yeah. dying at the back of the pack. So it was nice going out for a few swims. 
Yeah. And uh, riding was, I mean, one thing I would say, you know, Bim and I have discussed this, if, Kona's probably not the best place to come and train, you know, there's, there's not a lot of variability in terms of what you can do, you know, you can either bike down the Queen K, um, you can take an inland road, um, but there's probably only like three or four rides you can do from here, running is a bit limited as well, um, the swimming is, you know, you've got open water and you've got a pool, so it's not too bad, but... Yep. I am a little bit over being hot and sticky 24-7. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't want to live here. No. Yeah, definitely. Well, the problem is our apartment doesn't have air conditioning, so it doesn't help. But, um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think I want to live in this much heat. No. Yeah. Bring but back the cold of Christchurch. <laughs> said that when we go home, it's going to be freezing. <laughs> but anyway, and uh, obviously special thanks to Endurance Sport Travel for helping us out over here. And uh, they put on a great service. So you guys, um, you know, as, as we always say with all the sponsors, Check them out. You may not end up using them, but but consider them for an option because uh, these guys uh, they do deliver. And uh, and, and I think the thing for good. us is you know like we want to kind of bring sponsors that you should, we can really highly recommend. And mm. through our experience of this, we really can. So it's kind of cool. Challenge Athletes Foundation. Um, uh, great. Just looking at the website now. Just make sure you know if you are going to do a race, just go to the website, check out the whole race for a reason. And you know you can set up. It's easier to set up that way. You can kind of do a race. So like I'm thinking of doing Wanaka Half, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the race for a reason. Uh, I think they're doing a great thing, and uh, why not? And then uh, our regular sponsors, trybios.com. Just quickly, good old Jennifer Chalmers. Chalmers? How's that one? Chalmers, yeah. yeah Chalmers, good old Cameron Collins partner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Made it to win her age group yesterday. Very impressive. That is sensational. And they'd actually signed Berinda. Oh, yeah, they've got Berinda Carfrey. Yeah, and I'm not sure if they've still got Corey or not, but he's got Corey killed again, so awesome. Yeah. So, and go Trybios. Yeah. Coffeesofwire.com and we, we haven't talked to Albert post race yet. Have we had a bit of a tough day, to be honest. Yeah. Did have a bit of a tough day. Um, I think his run went to crap. Yeah. Yeah, so, which is a pity because he's a strong runner normally. So. And athletes.com. Athletes, go put your results up there from Kona. Yeah, they'll be up send there. Send it to your friends. Up there very soon. Love your work. So that's it for the, the Kona coverage. <sighs> you getting emotional, man. Back home. Back home. What movies, what movies are you going to watch on the way home? I don't know, because you don't know what movies you're going to get, do you? Well, no, they're always the same. That's the problem when you get with these new, these new oh, TV things. Oh, the same both it's ways? same both ways. So I was trying to pass myself a thing. Oh, well, I've watched all that. the movies. Oh, dear. Oh, it's, no. It's a tactical error, beginner's oh, no, mistake. But, but I'd already seen them before I got on a plane. Oh, no. Oh, no, John. You, you, you can always watch James Bond movies again. You reckon? Yeah. Oh, that last one. Did you like the last one again? It was okay. It was, no, it was poor. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you thinking? I'd rather. I mean, don't. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha. <coughs> oh, I'll edit that bit out. <laughs>